Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today I'm gonna to give you an update on Madison Bell. She's the 18-year-old girl who's been missing since Sunday, May 17th from Greenfield, Ohio. But before I get into it, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button below and hit that notification bell. Make sure you hit it to all so that you could be notified of my next upcoming videos. There's going to be a lot of them. Give it a like if you support this video and please, please share this where you can so we can get as many eyes on it as possible. Now, let's get into it. Here again are pictures of Madison Bell, also known as Maddie. She's five foot six, weighs 125 pounds. She has two tattoos, one cross tattoo on her neck and one ghost tattoo on her side. Also, I've noticed that she has a diamond nose ring on the left side of her nose. You can see it in several of her pictures. She has brown hair and she's possibly wearing gray contacts. Now today there's been a picture released of the white car that's been in question and talked about the last few days. Another picture of a white car was also circulating, but that car has been cleared by authorities and they're saying to ignore that picture and this is the actual picture of the car in question. Now it may have California license plates and witnesses that were at the church saw this car parked there in the parking lot on Sunday morning and remembers California plates. Now a side note, some people are saying, how could some people notice these things? I come from a small town and I know that's one thing that we definitely notice right away because we're used to seeing the same type of plates. And so when you see something's a little bit different, you notice it and here are the Ohio plates on what they look like and here's the California plates so it is distinguishable. Now commenters have mentioned on my last video that the California plates could mean that it, it could be a rental car. And here's a post from one of the reporters about the car. It says this just in from investigators in Highland County. This is the car they are looking for in connection with Madison Maddie Bell's disappearance. It was seen leaving the church lot Sunday morning where Maddie's car was found. It may have California license plates as someone from the church saw this car parked in the church's lot Sunday morning and she remembers the California plates. Important, there is another photo of a white car where you can see a California license plate going around social media. Sheriff tells me that it is not the same car and the older couple that was driving that car have been ruled out for having anything to do with this case. Please stop sharing that photo. I will continue to post here and on Twitter at Karen Johnson as I get information confirmed by authorities. Now let's do a little mini deep dive on the morning that Madison went missing. Madison tells Melissa, her mom, and her boyfriend Cody that she's going out to tan. She heads out around 10 a.m. and goes to the Country Corner Market. This market is described as having fishing supplies, a deli, crafts, and tanning. And it's around an eight-minute drive from Madison's house to the market. But Madison didn't even make it to tanning and it's been proven that she didn't even sign in and her car wasn't even seen going into the parking lot. So 45 minutes go by and Melissa starts wondering where Maddie is as she should be home by now. She says that maybe she thought that she fell asleep while she was tanning because she did that the day before and even got a little bit burnt. Or she thought maybe she had to wait for a bit because this place didn't take appointments. It was a first come first serve type deal and you just would go tanning, but you would sign in. And as Melissa said, Maddie didn't sign in. 
So Melissa starts texting Maddie and also tries giving her a call, but there's no response. Cody tries to do the same, texts her, calls her, no response. Then they use the Find My iPhone app and see that it's pinging, but according to Melissa, it's bouncing back between the Good Shepherd Church and the Country Corner Market. So both Melissa and Cody hop in the vehicle and go check to see what's going on. And Melissa has stated numerous times that Madison is the type of girl that if she was even a minute late, she would give her mom a text or a call. She said even if she was in McDonald's and there was a long lineup, she would also text her mom. So this is very, very out of character for her. Now, Cody and Melissa, as they're driving, they spot her vehicle in Good Shepherd Church parking lot. And they note her car is in parking stall three. What I find interesting, and thank you so much for those who have given me the link, Melissa and Cody did an interview on Gray Hughes, and there are a few things that pop out to me of what Cody said and what Melissa said. I'll leave a link below if you want to listen to it. Cody said that Maddie wouldn't seem to park like that in an empty parking lot. He says if that was the case, she wouldn't be so concerned about the parking stalls. And there wasn't anything going on that day. I did check in my last video if there was a service, but there wasn't. Yes, it was a Sunday, but they were still doing services online. And it's been noted too that it was an empty parking lot. And so Cody said she wouldn't have bothered to park like that. So that's the first red flag. Plus, if you notice the picture there, um, the wheels are turned to the left. Now, if she's driving along that road, she's going to take a left into that parking lot and then a left again to that stall. But it's a pretty good park, really. It's right in the lines from my observation. Just the wheels are turned to the left. And I wish we had more pictures of the car. There wasn't any mention yet. Was it in good shape? Were there scratches? Was there bumps? Is there something on the bumper, on the front? You know, that kind of thing. And I wonder what made her prematurely go into that parking lot because Country Corner Market is just right there and if she's going tanning, right? Could she have gotten a phone call and maybe avoided distracted driving or a text message and then she just went quickly in there to respond? So now Cody and Melissa drive into the parking lot, they get out and they notice the car is unlocked, the windows are up and they said it was a really hot day there. Even at that time in the morning, it was already quite warm. And the keys were still in the ignition. There's money left in there as well. And then there's Madison's phone. And Cody talked about him being Madison's boyfriend for the last five years. And he said she normally puts her phone in the cup holder or in the door handle. And he said that where it was found was in the cubby right below the radio. And he said that she has never, ever done that before. So that's another red flag. And he was quite adamant about that. So in regards to the phone, they couldn't get into the phone. Madison's mom tried, ends up locking the phone. But she said in the interview later that night, she remembered what the passcode was and emailed it to the authorities because they had it at this time and the authorities were able to get in. Now back to the car and where it was parked. I wonder if she drove in and somebody else might have moved that car just based on what Cody said about how she would be too particular. And I'm so curious to know if that seat was in the right spot where Madison actually usually has it or if it has been adjusted. 
And why is that phone in that different spot? Now at 11.22 a.m., the phone call goes in from Melissa to Highland County Sheriff's Office about Madison and how she hasn't made it to the tanning appointment and so on. Now, back to the interview, Cody described Madison as being scared of her own shadow and that she would never go with a random person. And people have been asking about the cameras in my comments on my last video. And they said, are there cameras? And sadly, they were only dummy cameras in the church's parking lot. Now, reports are saying that that white vehicle was spotted in the parking lot at 9.45 a.m., which is 15 minutes before Madison left the house and about 25 minutes before she got there. And that white vehicle was captured on camera. And Melissa said in the interview that it made a left and turned on the highway and it was captured on the camera. But I wonder what the timestamp was on that. I'm sure everybody's wondering that, but I haven't heard of that yet, so stay tuned. And when I look at the Google Maps, it shows he was heading west. So where was he heading? Was he heading to a hotel or motel? Was he going to his house? Was he going out of state? All these questions, right? And what I'd also really like to know is, since Madison went tanning on Friday and Saturday and then on this Sunday, I wonder if it was around the same time, around this 10 a.m. mark. This is something very important. Was somebody watching her and knew that she was going to or hope that she was going to show up again at this time? Also, in the interview, Melissa talked about how Madison would go for an ice cap almost every day. So that's another thing I would like to know if it was consistent in the time that she would go get it. And also back to Madison's car, it had tinted windows. So if somebody was watching her, would they know her car or who it even is in those tinted windows? So naturally we ask what the heck happened? Now there's a description of the guy in this car. And witnesses say that he's tall with sandy, brownish colored hair, not too long, kind of shaggy, and he has a clean cut face and was wearing a polo shirt. And two separate witnesses have this description according to Melissa. So Madison was just so close to the market. Why turn in here? What happened to make her turn in? Was it an accident? Was it someone flagging her down? Was she in fact meeting someone? This guy was seen 15 minutes before she left the home and the parking lot wasn't busy that day. So he was there 15 minutes before, 25 by the time she got there and she arrives. Was she meaning to meet him? Did she pull off because of distraction and he was there and did something? What was this guy there for? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, Cody says in the interview, and he starts breaking down crying, it's very heartbreaking. He says, I don't even wanna go into the bedroom to get dressed because I know she won't be there. 
And he says, I wish this on nobody. And in my last video, I showed the plea from Melissa pleading for the safe return of her daughter and it was gut-wrenching. I am asking you, Maddie, if you're watching, please come home. We have the whole community here. The whole community's here looking for you. And I'm more upset than your family and your dad and your friends and the school and the teachers. We're all looking for you. We are so worried. So please, please come home to us. We love you. And whoever asks for her, bring her home to her family. This is not right. You don't take her and not bring her home. She needs to be back home where she's safe. She needs to be here to finish her graduation week with her senior friends. So please return her. Now, one of the things that Melissa said about Maddie and when she left, she said bye to her and she said, be careful. So I just wonder, did she mean be careful as to not burn or be careful because she always says that because she worries about her? I wonder what the be careful is. And in one of the articles, she says, I pray she's not out in the weather. I hope she's not hungry or hurt or sick. I'm not going to stop looking for her. I'm not going to sleep until we find her. I'm going to get her face out to every news organization that I can. I'm going to get her out nationwide so every state sees her face. She's not going to be labeled as a typical runaway. She's not that girl. She's too responsible. She's always checked in. She never took anything that would prepare for her to leave. She loved her family. She loved her boyfriend. She loved her dogs. And her mom also talked about YouTube and she said it was very important, especially for the younger generation, she says, who watches it. So she wants everybody to share and just get the word out about Madison. Now, when Cody and Melissa were asked about a message that they would have for Maddie, Cody said, baby, please come home, do anything you can, I miss you. And Melissa said, Maddie, please come home, do what you can, think, just do whatever you can do, get away. Now I saw on Facebook there were posters being made of Madison and one of them had Tiger Nation loves you with hashtag Maddie, hashtag family and also there's some that says you are not alone. There's also a vigil this evening Wednesday May 20th beginning at 8 p.m. at Greenfield Church of Christ. The vigil will be held rain or shine in the church parking lot at 955 Jefferson Street and will be live streamed on the church's Facebook page. There is also a fundraiser and at the time of this recording it was at $11,627. I will put all these links in the description below. I truly, truly hope Madison is found soon and safe. One of the things that I keep thinking about and commenting about is she has cheerleading kicking skills and Honestly, I hope that she drop kicks this guy, whoever thinks he has the right or authority to just take what he wants or who he wants. So I'm hoping that somehow she's able to give him a good kick or somehow fight him off and run away and come back home, somehow contact somebody. So please, if you are out there and you see something that could be Madison, but you're not quite sure, Call it in anyways. The number is 937-393-1421. I know sometimes we might second guess ourselves, but it just, it doesn't matter if we second guess ourselves. What matters is just call it in because that might be the difference between Madison coming home and not. Please subscribe if you haven't done so. Like this to support this video and please share this out where you can. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon. 
Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.